We learned in the Mishnah, and we had two different Pshatim in the Mishnah. Either like Rashi said, that the ones that come to console should sit on upright seats and should not turn over their chairs or the beds. And Rashi in Ksabiyad says, that's not only talking about the ones that come to console, but it's referring to the Avelim themselves, that at least during the Suda Savra, you sit on Mitai Skufais. So Tanar Abundant, we learned, someone that goes to the house of an Avel, if the Avel is someone, that has a close connection to this person, then then the ones that come to console him should sit together with him on an upside down mita because he's together with him in his avelos. But if it's not someone that's libay gasboy, then then the one that come to menachem should sit on a mita that's upright and not turned over. The pshat over here would also be that not only would the one that came to menachem and console him would sit on a mita skufa, but even the other should sit on a mita skufa. Now Rava Israel Rava was in Avelis, this person named Abba Barmata, who is also called Abba the son of and he came to Menachem Avel. So Rava Zakif, Rava went and turned the bed right side up in order that the person that came to Menachem Avel should sit on it while it's on the right side because it wasn't Levi Gaspar. But Abba Barmata, Kofi Abba Barmata went and he turned the bed upside down because he was going to sit on it while it was upside down. So Omar, so Rava said, that this doesn't have any das because we don't have any real connection and therefore he shouldn't have turned it upside down he should have sat it right side up the way I set it up for him and Rabbi Nechanan learns Agamara a little bit different because he has a gear that Rabba Zakev that Rabba was sitting in Shiva and his Rebbe Rabba came to Menachem and therefore he put it right side up because of course a Talmud and Rebbe relationship isn't something which is Liba Gaspai and therefore he did sit on a different level than Rabba however Abba Bamata came and he turned it over and on that they said about him that he doesn't have das because he should have kept it right side up and the Gemara continues we learned if there's a person that finds out that he's an oval while he's traveling and we continue if you have the ability not to work and not to do business just like any other oval then you shouldn't do business but if you don't have that ability because you'll have a double of it because you're involved in your business at that point and if you don't go buy that you won't be able to get that at some later date then you you shouldn't do the business by yourself but when you're making a transaction you should do it together with partners because this way you're showing that you're not doing it in a regular fashion because you're an Avelis. Now, Tysus points out that this Lechir is only going by an Avelis on your father or mother, but it would be Avelis on other craven that there wouldn't be a problem to do business. Then Tysus brings a prat from Rabbi Yasef, and this is also the prat that's brought in Rabbi Nechanano, that Rabbi Yasef appears to Hachi Maip Iskai Liknes Tzarchisuda, that we're not talking about doing a business transaction, we're talking about a person that's traveling on the road, and in order to have provisions to be able to eat and have a Suda, he has to go out and do his own shopping, like Rabbi Nechanano says. And the Gemara continues. We learn when does the din of Avelis start, including the din of Kfiyas Hamitah? They have to turn over your bed. Once the mace goes outside of the house, these are the words of Rebbelezer. However, Bishua says it starts from the time that the Stimus Hagoyl. And the question is, what does Stimus Hagoyl mean? So Rashi generally says that Stimus Hagoyl is the time they place the covering on top of the urn, and therefore the urn now is sealed and ready. For Kura, and therefore at this point, that's when the Avela starts. However, Rabbi Nechananel and the Ran explain that Mishiyistam Agoyal means from the point that the Oren is placed into the Kever and it's covered up with stones. And the Gemara continues with the story in Maisa Shemes Rabbi Gamliel Hazakin. There was a story that Rabbi Gamliel Hazakin died, and some say it can't be Rabbi Gamliel Hazakin because he was much older than Rabbi Lezer, and therefore it must be Rabbi Gamliel that was in Yavna, which was the grandson of Rabbi Gamliel Hazakin. Once his body was taken out of his house, Rabbi Lezer said, 
go and turn over your beds because that's when Avela starts. The Kibish but once the Stimus Hagel happened, at this point, you should turn over your beds because Avela starts at this point. We already turned over our beds. That we should turn over our beds once the mace was outside of the house. And the Gemara continues At what point do you put the mitas upright on Erev Shabbos in order to prepare for Shabbos? From the point of Mincha and onward. The question is Does it mean Mincha Ktana or Mincha Gdaila? I didn't And Omar Rabbi Barhuna, Rabbi Barhuna said, Even though we're allowed to go and set it up from after Mincha, you're not to sit on them until it gets dark because there's still Dina avails that apply until Shabbos starts. And I didn't although we don't have any Gemara that says that an Ovel's not allowed to sit on a regular chair, but Tyson says it seems from our Gemara that the din would be that you're not allowed to sit on a chair because otherwise, why wouldn't you be able to sit on this bed until Shabbos starts? But then Tyson says maybe it's different between a mita and a regular chair because a mita has a din, a kvias a mita, and therefore there's a din that you can't sit on that mita while you're in Abelis, and therefore you can't sit on it until Shabbos starts. But it could be a kise or a regular chair or a bench you'd be able to sit on in a regular fashion even during Abelis. And Rabbi Huna continues and says, And if a person's already in Oval for six days, and therefore the only day remaining for Zabelis is Sunday morning, and only a little bit because still on Matzah Shabbos, you turn over the beds because you're still in Avelis. But we learned, when you turn over your mitas, you don't only turn over your regular bed, you turn over all the beds and all the castles that you have in the house, and that's a sign of Avelis. And even if you have 10 different beds in 10 different houses or in 10 different places in the house, and you have to turn over all of them. Even if there's five brothers and one of the brothers dies, then all of the brothers turn over all of their beds in all of their houses. If this mita was to store kalim on it, but it wasn't made for sitting or for sleeping, then you don't have to turn that bed over. You don't turn over, but you lean it against the wall. And as Rashi says in Xaviyad, you go and you lean it on its two feet towards the top, and you lean it against the wall. And Rabbi Shimon Gamalila, and Rabbi Shimon Gamalila states, Dagish, Matis Kabitov, when you have a bed called a Dagish, you untie its straps, and therefore the bed falls apart by itself. Now the Gemara is, my Dagish, what is this Dagish? It's a special bed that was used for Mazel. As Rashi says, It was a meat that was set aside in order to create a good Mazel. You don't use for anything you leave it by itself in order to create a good mazel on it and the Rana Masechta Sanhedrin says in Rashi that you can't say that this is a pshat of course Klai Yisrael couldn't do this that it's for sure also because Dakai and maybe even worse than that therefore he says that this mito they used to make as a simon of Ashiris to say that we have so much and HaKadosh Baruch gave us such bracha that we even have enough to have an extra bed in our home Based on the recognition that they had enough and they had a lot of bracha, therefore this bed was called the bed of Mazel Taiv. So Amalei Rabbi, Rabbi says to Ula, Elamei if you're telling me this is what a dagish is, is this bed that wasn't really used? So Gabi Melech by the king that was in Avelis, that's now we learned to the Mishnah, called Am Masum Al Earth, that the entire nation sits on the floor. For whom Mesel Al Dagish and he sits on this dagish? Me Kamidi added in the Leisvine. Could it be this something that the Melech never used until this point? Vahashem Ashvinle, and now when he's Avelis, he's going to sit on the dagish special. On that the Gemara says Masul Ravashi, Ravashi asked back to Rabba, my kushi, what's the shverakite? Media have a chilov shtia, that this is similar to eating and drinking. The added in the lay chlin of lay shkine, hashta chlin of shkine, that just like a person that's not an avelus doesn't.
didn't have other people giving him food and drink, but now they give him food and drink. So you see, Avelos is different, and therefore maybe by the Melech also, that even though up until now, he didn't sit on this Dagesh, maybe today he sits on the Dagesh. Kasha, Hokasha. If you have a Kasha on this bed and on Ulus Pshat, what a Dagesh is, this is the Kasha. The Tani will enter the Bryce, a Dagesh in the Tzarek Kamesai, that you don't have to turn over a Dagesh. El you have to leave it on an upright position, as we said before. V'i'asa the Gada, Amai in the Tzarek Kamesai, L'choy, if this is the special bed of Mazatov, why wouldn't you have to turn over? Hatanyo, but we learned to the Bryce, Ha'kaifu Mitasai, when you turn over the bed, Lo'i Mitasai B'vadu Kaifu, you don't only turn over your own bed. El so Lukhari, you can't tell me that this is what a dagish is, but the Gemara says, my kasha, what's your shverakite? Me to have a mitim and chedesil kalim, just like we had a din, but the gay certain mitas that are beds that you only use to store kalim the time we learned to brise so before, and my mitim and chedesil kalim, ain't in circle chvesa, that you don't have to turn it over. So you see, not every bed gets turned over, and maybe this asadagada, this special bed for the mazel type, was something which you don't have to turn it over, and if we have no question on Ula's chat. But the Gemara finally comes out with a kasha on Ula, Ali kasha, ha kasha. If we do have a question, this is the question. The price before said, When you have a dagish, you take off the straps and then it falls apart by itself. If it's talking about the special bed for mazel, my kabitin slay, what type of straps does such a bed have? And therefore, it doesn't make any sense. So the Gemara now says, When Rabban came from Eretzal, Omar, he said, This time, his name was that he used to frequent the marketplace of the leather makers. And therefore, he knew the different leather products. And he told us, my dagish, what is this dagish? Asad the It's a bed that had a leather platform on it and it wasn't a regular type of bed. And Amr Abiyamiya, dagish, the way they used to make this bed with this leather platform was, they took ropes of leather and they pulled the leather through holes that were drilled in the side posts of the bed frame and this way, the leather platform was able to stand. But Mita Sirugu Al-Gaba, the way they created a Mita was that they took the ropes and they, instead of placing it within holes, they would actually go and wrap it around the bedpost and not through the bedpost. And the Gemara now paskins, and the Gemara continues, they have a bed that has a canopy that's formed by two posts that go up the bed frame, and then you have another post going alongside the length of the bed, and then they would take material and they would wrap it around the post in order to form a canopy, and this was done in order to protect people from bugs or from other insects. In addition, it would be used for privacy, and since this bed can't be turned over because, of course, you had the canopy and you had the frame around it. So all you had to do is stand it upright and then lean it against the wall, and that was enough. And Rashi and Savyad brings another pshat. You take off the post as well as the curtains, and you can leave it the same way it is, and you don't have to turn it over. By the fact that you already took off the bedposts and the areas, that's enough that you made a big shinoi, and therefore that's considered the kfiyasamita by that type of a bed. When we thought, saw this earlier in the Masech, the Tanar Rabbanon, we learned, Yashin al-Gabi Kisei, if someone goes and sleeps on his chair, Oya al-Gabi Udayne, or he sleeps on a mortar, which is very uncomfortable, or Gedol Mizu al-Gabi Kaka, even if the person goes and he's mitzah himself so much that while he's in Oval, he goes and sleeps on the floor, Le'yotzi Yedei Chavasi, Nakabi Yaisi Yechiv Ve'velus, why? Because even though you slept in a position that you were mitzah, but since you didn't turn over the bed, you weren't Yaisi that din of Ve'velus. Tanar Rabbanon, we learned, Mechavdinu Mabitzim Ve'sa Oval, you let sweep out and you even let it pour water on the ground in order that you shouldn't have so much dust in the house of Oval. And you let it wash out all the plates and dishes in the house of Oval. You're not going to bring incense and spices into the house of the Oval. This is because it would give it over a good spirit.
spell, and this is not proper to have in a base of all. And the Gemara continues, Amy, how can you say that's true? About Tani Bakapara, we learned from Bakapara. You can't make a bracha not on incense and not on spices in the house of Avol. You can't make a bracha, but you can bring them into his house. It depends where you are. If you're in the general vicinity of the house of Avol, you're not allowed to bring them into the house and you can't use them at all. But in the room that was set aside for the people to come bring Menachem Avol, and that's where they sit when they're giving over Nechama, over there you could bring spices because it gives a good smell to that room where other people come in because of Kavad Abrius. And we continue with the Mishnah. In Menachem Avol, you're not allowed to bring food into the house of Avol, not on a tray, and not in a very large bowl, and not in a large basket, only in a very simple basket. And the Gemara will explain this in a moment. And you also don't say the Brach of Avelim on Chalamoid. But you still, after the Leviah, you can stand in the Shura and you can say, Then you tell the Rabbim to leave right away and we don't do any other Avelas. In addition, on Chalamoid, you don't put down the Mita of the Mace in the streets while you're going towards the basic first. Because otherwise people want to say, And of course, we can't have us paid him on Chalamoid. And the Mishnah says that you can't go and put down the mita of a woman while you're on the way to basic Ferris, even during a weekday, and even if it's not Chalamoid, because it would be a bizarre maze. Because potentially what will happen is that she'll have Dam Zivo or Dam Nida that will come out of her and discharge, and that will be a bizarre to the maze. And we begin the Gemara. Tanur Rabbanu, we learned very shiny. Originally, they would deliver to the house of the Oval. The wealthy people would use baskets of silver and gold. However, the poor people, they couldn't afford gold and silver baskets and they would deliver food in simple baskets made of willow twigs. And were embarrassed. That everyone should bring the food products in these simple baskets so Daniim should not be embarrassed. Originally, we would go give drinks in the house of Avon. The wealthy people would drink out of white glass, which was a very expensive glass, and the Aniyim would drink out of colored glass. Once again, the Aniyim had Busha. Therefore, everyone had to start drinking out of colored glass. And the Gemara continued another case. Originally, they would leave the faces of Ashirim uncovered because their faces still look good. However, the Aniyim, since they were so poor and they were so hungry, their faces right away became very dark and they would cover their faces with Aniyim. But Aniyim would be embarrassed. That everyone should be covered, because of the covered Aniyim. And the Gemara says, originally it would take out the wealthy people in a bed, and the Aniyim would be taken out on some sort of a stretcher. As Rashi says, Aniyim would be embarrassed. That everyone would go out on this stretcher, again, because of the covered Aniyim. That if there was someone that died and had terrible intestines problem and therefore he smelled therefore it's put special spices on him the ones that were alive that also had these intestinal problems they would go and have embarrassment because they would think that when they die this is what's going to happen and people are going to realize that they had these problems they would place these spices under everyone that if there was a woman that was a needer that died and therefore all the kale that she touched and all the begotten were tummy so they would go and be toivel those kalim but you need the skies with spices and all the needers that were alive would have bushes and therefore in the second that all kalim should be toivel for all women 
Then again, they would be matpul the kalim of a zav, someone that had a discharge that's a male, and they would do it for every single mace that had a ziva problem. However, the people that were zav and chayim, they would have busha, heskinu shiyam at milam, agabi kol, meplek fayden shel zav and chayim. And then they would make hakon again that everyone should have this tefillah because this way there wouldn't be embarrassment to the zav and chayim. And the Gemara continues with the most famous one, Berushayin Haitsa, Haitsa Sameis Kashal Krayev Yasim Misasai. Originally, the actual burial and the money that it took to actually bury someone was so difficult for the person, even more than the person's death. Until the point that it was so expensive that his relative would leave the body and run away. And this continued until Rab Gamliel came and he actually created a minig by making Kaos Reish by himself. And he said that he should be buried in regular linen clothing. And afterwards, everyone started keeping this minig and all the dead bodies were buried with tachrichin that were made out of linen. And then Amra Papa Papa says, but it nowadays that we even got better. Nog Alma, that the minig of the world is Afilobitsarda Bazuza, even to use canvas, which is even cheaper material that's only valued at a Zuz. And Tyson says, Vinog Kalas Raish Baatma Shitsiva came Bishas Petirasai. At the time of his Petira, he told the people around him this is what he wanted. Vieshbashim, La Echum and Prebesu Bikhayov, they told it to someone in his household while he was alive. And Tyson says, Vloshim Baatsmay Mashma Kapirish Rishain Ayin and Tysis. And the Gemara continues, we said on Mishnah, Iminikasamitu Burkhaib down Kalamoid, we don't place the meter down while you're walking to the base of first because then people will want to make a hasbedim, which is us on chalamoid. So Amr Papa Papa says, We don't have this din of chalamoid in front of tamachacham, meaning for tamachacham, you'll add a hasbedim, v'choshkin v'chanakupurim, and circling v'chanakupurim. V'hani midl b'fanav, there's only when you're doing the hasbedim in front of tamachacham. Abshloi b'fanav loy, but if it's not in front of tamachacham, then you can't have any hasbedim. But the Gemara now, yes, any is this true? V'rav kana saftilor zun menadah b'pumnahara, that we know Rav kana gave a hasbed for us vid from Nadar in Pumnahara, which was not Pifanov, and this was on Chalamoid. Amr Rapapi, Rapapi explains, Yom Shmuel it was the day that Rav Kana heard about the Levaya and about the passing of Rav Zvid, and they fell Ochel Pifanov Dami, it's considered like it's in front of Rav Zvid, and therefore it was Mutadu on Chalamoid. And the Gemara now continues and defines certain terms that brings him in Psukim. Amr Ulu said, Hespid Alev, when it uses the term of Hespid and Torah, it means that someone bangs on the heart, that the people are banging on their breasts. Tipuach Biyad, and when it says Lush Tipuach, it means when people are clapping their heads, and Kilus is Bregel. Kilus means Lushin, that people are stamping their feet. Again, Bitsar. Tanarabana, Makalis, someone that stamps their feet, Lee Kalis Bissandal, he should not stamp his feet while he's wearing sandals. El Bimnal, only while he's wearing shoes, but play a Sakana, because it could come to Sakana and you could break your leg. Because, as Rashi says, Shahifa Chasandal, the Shaviragli, because the sandal could slip and turn to its side and it will cause you to twist your ankle and potentially break your leg. And Tyson brings the gears of Rabbein Chananel, that the Kalis Bimnal, the Loy Bissandal, play a Sakana, that you can't stamp your feet, not with sandals. And not with shoes because that's a sakana. He says, Pirish to Yach of that it's better to do it while you're barefoot than is a hate of Peninazik because you're going to be much more careful that you shouldn't get hurt. The Gemara continues, Amr Abechan Abechan says, Oval Kibishanan Reisha, Shiva Imanachman Mishoya Leishavay Slay, that once the Oval shakes his head telling the people that I had enough Nakama, then it's not mutter for them to sit there by him, they have to leave him alone. Amr Abechan Kalkhiyav, Lamim Play Nasi, Chutzme Oval Vachaila. If a Nasi walks into a room when there's an Oval or a Chaila there, they don't have to get up, but anyone else that would be in a room that Nasi walks into, they would have to get up for the covenant of Nasi. Rabbi Becher, Rabbi Becher said, to everyone, you have to wait for the Nasi to say, to sit down, except if they actually got up for the uh, Nasi, since they didn't have a chiv to stand up, therefore they have the right to sit down at any point they want. That the first day of his Avelis, he's not allowed to eat any bread from his own, he can't have his own suitors, as we said before, that was exactly what the suitors was. How do we know this? Since the Torah told you, 
Haskell that Velechem Anashim Loisechal that you shouldn't eat lechem from other people. Therefore, it's Mashburn that only Cheskel specifically was told that he shouldn't have a regular avilus, but other people. Part of avilus is that you take bread and you take food from other people for your first suda or for the first day's suda. Rabbi Rabbi Yisuf Mechlusudasaladadi. Rabbi Rabbi Yisuf, when each of them were in avilus, they would switch sudas to each other. So Rabbi would bring Rabbi Yisuf sudas when Rabbi Yisuf was in avil, and Rabbi Yisuf would bring sudas to Rabbi when he was in avil. Similar to the Gemara we had actually in Megillah, Benigaya Shalach Manis. And the Gemara continues from Rabbi Yudam Rabbi Yudam said in Rabbi Meisbeir, if someone dies in the city, then the entire city is Asadu Malacha because they have to be metapal with the actual Levaya. Rabbi Nuna went to this place called Ramusa, Shama Kalshifur the Shikhva, that he heard the announcement that someone died. And still, Rabbi Nuna still saw people that they were working. So Amalhu said to them, You should all be in Kherim, isn't this someone that died in this town and therefore it is Isasis Malacha? Amalhu said back to him, There's actually a Chabra Kadisha, there's a group of people that deal with Mesim in our town. And as Rashi says, Chabur is saying, That these people take care of they Mesim, and these other people and these other groups take care of other Mesim, and we're not part of the group that has to be metapa with this Mesim today, and that's why we're allowed to work. So Amalhu, therefore, Rabbi Amnuna said back to them, Therefore, I'm going to take off the Chayim, you shouldn't be in Chayim. And Rashi Saviyad brings another Pshat, that he actually was mad to them to do Malacha. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi Amnuna said another in the name of Rab, that we know that there is a certain shear for Avelis, and therefore, if someone goes and prophesies Avelis for a mace for too long, a mace eventually will have to go and have Avelis on another mace, and he'll have to cry on that mace. Rashi and Xaviad brings an interesting lashon. And the Gemara continues with the story. There was a woman that lived in the city of Rav Huna in his neighborhood. She had seven children. One of them died. She was crying too much, and she was crying incessantly. So Rav Huna sent her. She shouldn't do this. She sent her. If you listen to him, fine. If you're not going to listen to me, then for the other children. She didn't listen, and therefore miss her child died. And then all of her children died. At the end, Amaloi said, "You should go and prepare tachricha for yourself." Umisa and she also died. And the Gemara now brings a pasuk that would bring this idea. That you shouldn't cry for a mace and you shouldn't shake your head. It means don't cry for a mace too much. Pasuk says you shouldn't shake your head. It means more than the proper share. So what is the proper share for avelus? The first three days you could cry. Veshivla husband and you have seven days for spadim. Ushloishim legiatzulatasperis and then thirty days you can't press your clothing, you can't wash your clothing, and you can't take haircuts. But the Gemara says, after 30 days, says to this person, it's impossible that you should have on this person that I created more than me. And as Rashi says, and I killed him because of his wishes, and there must be a reason why this person died, and therefore you have to move on with your life. And the Gemara now continues to explain the end of the Pasuk of Yemiah, that you should cry a lot for the one who leaves us. So I'm Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, it's referring to a person that leaves the world without leaving over any children. Rabbi Shul ben Levi, Rabbi Shul ben Levi never went to a house of an uncle, only for someone that left the world and he didn't have any children. Because it says in the passage, that this person you should cry for and you should go and for this person because he left without having any children. And the Gemara continues and says, Rabbi Huna, Rabbi Huna explains the passage and says, this passage is referring to someone that doesn't have Vera, and he repeats 
the Aveir, and therefore it's not like a Heta, this person will do so many Aveirs, therefore he won't have this close to go to Elam Abba and return by Tchiyas HaMesim. Rav Huna Tamein, Rav Huna is going according to his Svarad, Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, L'shitasa, Kibisha Abba, Adam Aveir, Vishan Abba, once a person does an Aveir and he repeats it again, then this Aveir becomes Heta to him. So Gemari asks, Hutrullah Yisak, is it possible that it becomes Muta to him? Elaim, Nas like Heta, it becomes like it's Muta, and the person doesn't even think twice when he's doing such an Aveir. And Omer Ablevi, Ablevi says, Avol, for a person that's Avol, Shleshem Mishan, the first three days, Yeres Atzbah, he should look at himself, as if there's a sword that's between his two thighs, meaning that he should look at himself as if he's in a dangerous matzav. From the third day of Avelis until the shiva ends, it's as if the sword is sitting in the corner. And after that, until 12 months, as if the sword is outstretched in front of him in the marketplace. The bottom place it says, What's it similar to? Lekip shavanam kibushes day achas man this dazakulan that once one of the stones move, then you could potentially have an avalanche. And here also, but you could potentially, since you have a tzara that came to your family, you could have an avalanche of tzaras. Ubishasi donami aminon echem ben achet shamei kulan that if one person dies of the chabura, then the entire chabura should be daig and should be concerned, and they should make a cheshben nefesh and they should do tshuva, and we will stop over here.